hello yeah, yeah so um please um can can we forward a message to the platform that um those who are yet to join should be first with us you can move on yeah. okay so um i hope so far everything that we've talked about is well understood <laughs> please i need a quick feedback thank you okay that's great that's great so um uh okay so we got you um, developing the habits of effectiveness so developing the habits of effectiveness so we are gradually um, getting to the details of the course or the model the principles we just we, we spoke about were just an introductory aspect of effectiveness so we are gradually getting into the details aspects of the habits of and this section we'll be looking at how to develop the habits of effective how to develop the habits of so how to develop the habits of effectiveness so our number here is not encouraging and uh, I want to wait for the next two minutes, then we continue. Okay. Please, let, let's send a message to the page that we are waiting for them. <laughs> we don't have much time, so uh, we are waiting for them. Within the next two minutes, I'll start so that we can finish up and everyone can uh, be free with it. So let's get going. Now, how to develop the habits of effectiveness? How to develop the habit of effectiveness? So you realize that your identity as an individual emerges out of your habits, either effective or ineffective. And every action you take as an individual is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Don't forget that, that every action you take as an individual is a vote for the person that like the, the, the type of person you wish to become. Either you want to be um, a renowned person, either you want to be effective, ineffective, or whatever, what kind of person you wish to become is a reflection of the actions you take each and every day. And these actions that we take, they, they proceed out of our habits because it is the, the, the habit that is serving as the, the, the cushion, the accommodative environment for the actions that you take. So some of us, you realize that there are some attitude, it has become normal with you. There are some actions, it has become normal with you. It's, they are so because of the system of habits you've created yourself. So you do certain things, you are not aware, you just do them. And you don't have any issue with them just because they become part of your life. And these habits are shaping you to become the kind of person either you desire or not desire. And that's why we should take much attention when it comes to our habits. Okay. So you, you realize that habits are some sort of the compound interest of self-improvement. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. So the kind of person you are is a compounded interest of your habits. So the, the same way um, there is a compound interest system for money, it, it applies to habits. So habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. The, the effect of your habits multiply as you repeat them. So the, the more you repeat a particular habit, the more you have the, 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 the replical effect and it reflects to shape you to a kind of identity, a kind of person that we, we, we can identify you to be. So let's let's take note when it comes to habits. Let's take note when it comes to habits. So like, let, let me give an instance. Uh, you, you realize that we often 
often dismiss small changes because we don't seem to matter very much in the moment. So you might be putting up some habits that you think that, oh, this kind of habit, oh, where they say anything. Like, I eat too much for now. When I get married, I will change. I spend too much. When I get to this age, I will change. I do too much of unnecessary things. When I get to this point, I will change. You realize that accumulatively, though these things are a bit, but accumulatively, you don't, you can't, and you are not able to dissociate yourself from this kind of bit, bit, bit attitude that you, and the more you grow up, the more you are growing with this kind of habit. So it, it, is, it is said that, please, can everyone hear me? I'm sorry with my background noise. I'm sorry, I can't have any much control with it. So that's why I want us to move very fast. Yes. Good. So you, you realize that it doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. That, that kind of mindset should be put aside for now. It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. And, and let me emphasize it again. It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path towards success. So that should be the focus. That should be the whole idea. What matters most is whether your habits are putting you on the right path towards your, your success. So let's let's quickly look at some compounding aspect of habit before we come to the, the laws of how to either form a habit or break the habit. Yes. So let, let's quickly look at this. Um, let's quickly look at this. So we have the productivity compound, the compound of productivity, the compound of productivity. We have the compound of knowledge, the compound of relationship, the compound of stress, the compound of negative thought. So you, you realize that as an individual, your productivity compounds based on your habit. Your knowledge compounds based on your habit. Your relationship compounds based on your habit. And stress also compounds based on your habit. So these aspects of habit, either they are compounding to serve you the right intentions or the purpose for which you are putting up the, the habit or either they are compounding to take a stance against you so productivity compounds knowledge compounds relationships compounds stress and worry also compound and negative thoughts also compound so when it comes to productivity you realize that accomplishing one extra task is is, is actually a small feat on any given day but it counts for a lot over an entire lifespan. So you know that when you achieve something to do to today, there's the urge to do more. That attitude you, you put in place to achieve that kind of thing is reignited to do more. So you 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 make sure that you you repeat the kind of things you did in order to achieve a particular purpose. So you you put up the same attitude to do that again, over and over again. And you realize that your productivity will be compounded. The same with knowledge. We saw it from the principle of continuous learning so the more you are learning the more you are compounding your knowledge and you realize that the attitude you you put in place to be, make sure that your learning attitude your learning gaps keeps on widening up become more ignited each and every day you want to put on that attitude so that you can gain much more knowledge relationships also compound and one thing i want us to note is that people reflect your behavior back to you people reflect your behavior back to you 
people reflect your behavior back to you. So the more you put positive attitude towards others, the more they respond back to you in that same regard of positive attitude. So if you reflect negative attitude towards others, don't think that people are going to respond back to you with a positive attitude because people reflect your behavior back to you and people reflect your attitude back to you. People reflect your character back to you. People will reflect your, your, your demeanors back to you. So it's like give and take. So let's take note of that. And stress also compounds. You realize that the more you keep on worrying, the more you continue to worry. So when it comes to attitude, we should be very, very much um, attention and take particular attention when it comes to habits and attitude formation. Habit and attitude formation. Yes, please. So there, there are a lot. There are a lot. Each and every character has its own compound of attitude. So you, you can have your relationship being in a compound mode. So for instance, you have developed the attitude to be nice to each and everyone. You realize that the more you are developing that attitude to be nice to people, the more you keep on being nice to people and the more you keep on meeting new people. But if you develop the attitude to be um, some, someone who is not the people kind of person, you don't attract people to yourself. Don't assume that your life is a magnet that you will be able to attract people to yourself. We, we are talking about how to develop the habit of effect. So this is just um, something that I wanted to put across how to develop the habit of effectiveness so let's keep that in mind that people reflect what you you, you give them back to you so if you reflect positive habits to people people reflect back to you positive habits so let's let's quickly look at what we are supposed to do those ones are just by the way the habits that the compounds thing that i was talking about they are they are not actually what we are supposed to do but i just deviated into those as just to make us sure that each and every habit that um, your life is governed with is is working as a compound interest system to kindly take note of your habit so let's come to how to develop the habits of effectiveness how to develop the habit of effectiveness so the first one is make it obvious make it obvious how to develop good so thank you Ima. compounding of habits so we have the compounding of productivity compounding of knowledge compounding of relationship compounding of stress and compounding of negative thoughts good so these compounding aspects of habits were just by the way i just wanted to chip it in now let's quickly look at how to develop the habits of effectiveness so i said earlier that there are laws that governs attitude and one of the laws is the laws of behavior change this law you can apply it to so many aspects of life and one of the aspects that we can apply the habits of behavior change is the formation of habits so the first one is make it obvious make it obvious the second one is make it attractive number two make it attractive make it attractive make it attractive the third one make it easy make it easy and the fourth one make it satisfying make it satisfying so i take the steps again make it obvious make it attractive make it easy and make it satisfying great now you realize that these steps of which i will i'll talk much more about them can help you to develop good and effective habits in the same manner you can turn them or you can invent them to break bad habits so if you want to break any ha bad habits you just have to turn them to the opposite so um, we can have a subtopic from it how to break um, ineffective habits so you make it invisible too you make it unattractive you make it difficult and you make it unsatisfying these are the uh, the things 
things we are talking about, how to develop the habit of effectiveness. But what I'm saying that assuming you have a bad habit that you want to break it, assuming you have a bad habit that you want to break it, the same steps or the same systems you use to develop the good habits can also help you break the bad habits. And you can go to the opposite of these steps, which are one, you make it invisible. Two, you make it unattractive. Three, you make it difficult. Four, you make it unsatisfying. Thank you. So you realize that it's a very simple system that when you are able to grasp the concept well, um, you, you can use it um, relatively that whilst you are developing new habits, you are breaking bad habits based on the same principle you are in late, right? So that's the, the, the laws of behavior change. And we are going to apply it to habit formation and breaking of habits. So the first one is make it obvious. You make it obvious. The first one actually, okay, so let me ask the class. When we say make something obvious, what, what do we understand by it? To make something obvious, what, what do we understand by that? To make something obvious. Any submission on that? Make it easy to see. Okay, making it clear. Okay, any more submissions? Okay, any more submissions? Make it obvious. So um, I want someone to use himself as the, the example for us. So assuming you want to start a new habit. So you can type it here. Maybe you want to develop a new habit. Type the habit here so that we can use it to go through the steps. Yeah, assuming you want to start a new habit. So type that particular habit you want to start or adapt here so that let's try and see if we can use it to go through the steps we've listed over there. Wow. So, okay, sleeping too much. <laughs> Uh, okay. To become vivid and crystal clear, plain, so obvious. Now, control experiment. Good. Sleeping too much. So we are going to use sleeping too much. We are going to use sleeping too much. So assuming that this is the habit, you sleep too much. And now you want to develop a good and a better habit of not sleeping too much, as well as breaking this sleeping too much habit. Right? Good. So let's start. Now we have the steps so one make it obvious so make it obvious as we've given our submission we are saying that make it transparent and vivid and you realize that the better habit of sleeping too much is to control your sleeping habit so now the objective or the focus is to control my sleeping habit good so to be able to make it much more practical what are some of the things that you think that um, if you put in place you'll be able to control a sleeping habit please let's share our views this class is very practical so let's share our views on the sleep too much and one the first step is make it obvious you want to break sleeping too much habit so um in breaking it you make it invisible so how do you make sleeping too much habits invisible and how do you make um controlling your sleeping too much habits too um, obvious how do you make the correct attitude or the correct habit of sleep obvious and how do you make this sleeping too much habits invisible Good. so let's quickly share submissions on that yeah Prince me, I think that sleeping uh -huh. too much is relatively uh -huh. sleeping too much. I can I someone to sleeping too okay, much will be like six hours. So depending on where the person uh -huh. how the person measures sleeping too much, we can know if you want to limit it to probably five hours or maybe six hours or maybe four cool. hours. Uh -huh. Assuming that let's let's handle it on the general mode. Is it let let's handle it from that perspective that generally sleeping too much is a bad habit. And the first step to break that bad habit is to make it invisible and the third step is to cultivate a better habit of sleep if to make that better habit obvious so how do we go about that hello 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 
<laughs> yes, please. I'm, I'm waiting for our submissions. <laughs> let's let's make it practical. Some of these things are very very practical. So I'm waiting for our submission. So you relate sleeping too much to the steps we've listed, we've listed over there. So building the good habit, the first step is that make it obvious and breaking the bad habit, you make it invisible. So now the habit is sleeping too much. So how do we go about it? Let's share submissions and views. Let's make it practical. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It looks like no one wants to mind. <laughs> so there, there are lots of stuff in the comment section. So you go there, you see some nice things. Okay, nice things. Let me see. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay, okay. Mr. Snoozy, those people who, who set alarms and you throw your phones away. <laughs> when, when you see that, you hear the alarm, you, you pick your phone and you throw it away. When you wake up, you ask where your phone is. Please repent. Early to bed, early to rise. That's good. Calculate the time spent in bed and the time you wish to spend in bed. That wonder. Find motivating benefit of rising early. Motivation is never enough. You must be intentional about it. So Margaret is saying not sleeping immediately after eating heavy food. Now, why would you eat heavy food when you know that you'll be sleeping very soon? It's a bad habit. Please let this exist from it. Great. So um, that's good. Consciously remind myself of waking up early and plan things to do when I wake up early. That's a very profound statement over there. Good, good, good. So um great. So uh-huh. Okay, I'm seeing some nice things here. I suggest you figure out people who wakes up early and you use them as agents of waking up coupled with discipline wow so you are actually dedicating your sleeping time to people and um i don't that thing it will work but then it will not be effective because assuming you are not staying with a person and the person will call you and when you see the call you mute you 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 put your phone on flight mode just because you are sleeping and a call is coming probably you are dreaming about your your grabby you are dreaming about heaven you are seeing nice things in your dreams and you use to make sure that you are going according to it you put intentional strategies in place it's like you try to make um the behavior so much automatic that you do it without any stress so you make it obvious you plan with it you make it obvious that okay today this week i'm waking up at this time and this time this time this is what i'm doing this is what i'm doing now mind you that the reason why we are treating some of these courses before we did the life plan is that now you have your life plan these are some of the things that are going to help you to make sure that your your your, your life plan are realized your goals are achieved. So if you can't make sure that your sleeping habit, you that bad habit of you is, is broken, then don't never think that you are going to realize your life planning goals because time too is never on our side. So you make it obvious. You put systems in place. Someone said it's a mindset. It's, it's really a mindset. Stop the procrastination. Stop the laziness. You sleep and you, you, you wake you up and you, you pull the, 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 the cover cloth on, on you again. I'll, okay, okay. I'll wake up on 10 minutes time. On 10 minutes time. You realize that when you sleep at a time you wake up the 10 minutes time is almost an hour oh ah please i'm coming please i'm coming three hours you 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 think that oh okay this one i've no closed my eye i'm just lying down i'm trying to remember the dreams i had by the time you realize you are gone so let's make it obvious now the more you are making it obvious the more you are making it invisible so it's like you are killing you are killing that attitude you are killing that habit you are just sleeping for two minutes but on the reality two minutes about two hours <laughs> 
So let's reorient our mindset, as someone said. Let's be disciplined, self-control. Let's take charge of our mindset. So let's work on our mindset. So you realize that the more you are killing that attitude, the more you are reigniting the positive one. So you make it attractive. You make it attractive in the sense that, okay, so today, um, if I'm able to wake up early, what are some of the things that I can be able to do that I'll be proud to make it attractive? If I'm able to set up this habit and I'm able to do it, I mean, the prestige that will come, the benefits that will come, the proactiveness that it will create for you so that going throughout the day, in fact, that one of the principles says that we should handle life with some kind of adventure. So you realize that the moment you wake up early, your mind is proactive. Your mindset is geared towards activeness. You move forward. So that habit, you make it difficult. So you try as much as possible to make it difficult for you to wake up very late. And these things, I'm not giving you how to wake up very early. You know the things to do. You know the right things to be done to make sure that you wake up very early. You are too much of a grown-up for someone to tell you that do this and you wake up and do this and you know wake up and you know it in fact you know it yourself you you've, you've decided not to do it so you know it and it's high time that we reorient ourselves okay please okay okay let's have your question okay um, benedicta okay. please the question hello um hello can you hear me yes please okay with the um making it obvious <laughs> kind of elusive let's say laziness sometimes you don't re really realize that like you are lazy so hey. making it invisible <laughs> so, it. so i think with the bad habits and we learn about <laughs> awareness i think the bad habits you have to like make it rather obvious so that you know that you are being lazy so like do something with <laughs> so you, you you are taking the opposite aspect please repent <laughs> You see, one thing is that the secret is that if you make your bad habit obvious, the next thing to be done is that you are going to be intentional about it. The reason why you are making it obvious is that you can be able to set up strategies to make sure that you'll be able to, I mean, push out yourself with those positive habits. So the more you are bringing up the positive habits and making it obvious, the more you are making it clear, the more you are subduing the negative habits. So it's more or less like you, you are gradually dissociating your mindset from the negative habits. Good. So it's an intentional something. You don't focus on your weakness you focus much more on your strength so that you can build up your strength to overshadow your weakness so it's it's good though but then it shouldn't be that you make your weakness obvious your strength should be the upper part so that you can be able to pump more energy strength investment into your strength so that gradually you are killing the negative habits okay so please um yes so you, you can make submissions yes and um, please i think what you are trying to say what to say it's like different um same point i think she was trying to say that oh, okay. if if i know i have to know the habit i have and know it is bad so that i want to change it i think that's the obvious that she meant i think you're also trying to say uh, okay. be aware of the habits but don't let your awareness of the habits limit you from overcoming it sometimes that, that's good that's good thank you so much but you know you know yourself that you know your habit you know it so uh, when you want to develop new one don't tempt yourself and pretend that you are now going to identify identify the bad one <laughs> you, you know it uh, you know it okay okay, Ima. okay Ima. you know it so that that's not where you are trying to list the, the bad ones you know it uh, so. <laughs> okay Ima, please submissions oh, okay so since you are talking about habits, habits i just want to say something the habits okay. are usually triggered by something and once the trigger comes you get to the loop <laughs> like once the trigger happens if you don't take care you do the act so if you want to talk like a bad habit i think the first thing is to identify
identify the trigger, what usually triggers those things. It's either way for good habit. Probably when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is probably take my phone. You don't even pray. So it has become a habit. Oh, sorry, yeah, now nah, the first thing is you touch your phone and then you go to WhatsApp. You know that once you wake up, the trigger is you take your phone. If you go to WhatsApp, you spend probably three hours there before you even think of going to brush your teeth and all that. So once you can identify what against the habit, you can find a way of solving it or handling it a little. So with habits, let's try and identify what against our habits and I think we can do something about it. Thank Great, you. thank you. So Ima is talking about the, the, the cues that necessitates our habits and it's very important that um, we identify them as individuals. So you know yourself better. You know yourself much more than anyone else. Yes. Uh-huh. So you, you know that if this thing happens, this is how you are going to react. So you have to sit down and analyze them as well. And um, one thing that I'll add is that you create the environment that will enhance the cultivation of good habits. So um, you, you create the environment which will make the cultivation of the good habits attractive and easier. So you do that. You, you, you do that. You can create a system, an environment um, that will be able to cushion your behavior to make the habit attractive and easy so that gradually, gradually, you can be able to uh, emulate it. So I'll, uh, 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 an instance that I can give is that, for example, you said that um, the moment you wake up, you pick your phone, WhatsApp. So one conducive environment to create, to make sure that you make this habit unattractive and difficult and unsatisfying is that when you when you sleep, it's either you 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 don't put your phone close to you or you off your phone. So you 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 can put your phone off or you don't put it close to you. So if if the bedroom is here and the living room is here, you can leave your phone at the living room, okay? So that when you wake up, you you wouldn't be certain where your phone is on your bed and be looking for it. So you you can develop strategies that will help you to, I mean, make sure that the bad habits in your life are unattractive. But then um, the good ones that are worthy to emulate are attractive and easy for you and also very satisfying enough. Yeah, great, great. Please, any, any, any clarification? What if my phone is my alarm clock? Aha, uh-huh. that's where we deceive ourselves. Aha. Uh-huh. So you realize that you have the issue of um, using your phone the moment you wake up without even doing your quiet time, um, washing your face, brushing your teeth and all that. And you, the same person, you, you are saying that your phone is your alarm. Now the issue is your phone. So the, the thought that must come is what can I do to get rid of the phone? Now you have to find an alternative thing to give you the alarm. There is an alarm clock around. So you get an alarm clock exactly so that you can get rid of your phone gradually. Yes. Thank you. Can you, you can buy a good, 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 good. good. So you realize that we know all these things. We know all these things. So let me ask you, why is it that we don't do that? Why? I, I mean, I don't understand why. <laughs> like, I just don't understand why. Why is it that we, we don't do some of these things? We, we know. We, we, <laughs> Uh, Gideon, repent. Repent. <laughs> this is a big gap between knowing and applying. Exactly. So you realize that we deceive ourselves. And initially, when I started the class, I said that most of us think that we are effective, but then it's, it's a deception. We are highly ineffective because the deception is so much. The deception is too much. We are highly ineffective. I mean, we, we are killing ourselves gradually. You do this thing to yourself and you go and pray to God that, God, this thing there, you must intervene. We, we stress God. I mean, we, we stress God too much because the thing is coming from you. You know the right thing to be done and you don't do it and at the end of the day you you, you don't want to accept the results that is coming sometimes our best stimulate the appetite for hey please please go and change your mattress <laughs> Gabriel, please sleep on the floor. Sleep on the floor. If, if your bed and your mattress is the one that stimulates the sleeping, cultivate the, the self-control to sleep on the floor. That one there, you know that uh, when when it's it's getting early in the morning, someone will step on you. You wake up. At least someone will pour water on you. Exactly. Let's renew our mind. We, we must be disciplined. We must be disciplined. So you realize that the floor is... <laughs>
<laughs> the gap is wide. The gap is wide. So you you realize that some of us, most of our problems, we 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 are the inventors of our problems. And we, we, we when we invented our problems, we are finding issues to use and apply our problems. So let's repent. Some of these things we, we know it, but we just refuse not to handle them. Great, great. So um, good. please, is there any question, any clarification for us to move? Please, any clarification? We are the CEO of our problems. Exactly. Yeah. So let's repent. Okay. Yeah. Let Let's repent. Good. So we are going to effective habits versus ineffective habits. Effective habits versus ineffective habits. Effective habits versus ineffective habits. So um, we will go to uh, we will go through habits of effective people and habits of ineffective people. So you realize that the habits of the effective people, the negative aspects are the habits of the ineffective people. Okay, Bazoa, you have to be willing to change, else you can never change, and it's full time work change yourself. Great, great, exactly, exactly. So good. So um, let's look at habits, effective habits versus ineffective habits. So quickly, please, can I have some few submissions? about some um, habits that we think that effective people emulate and some few habits of ineffective people. Any submissions on that? Some habits of effective people and some habits of ineffective people. Effective people don't procrastinate. Very good. So make sure that every submission you give, you are actually um, applying it to your life. I don't want um, theoretical hypocritism here. Please. <laughs> make sure that every submission you are giving here, it's something you do. Good. So Gabriel, effective people <laughs> don't procrastinate. So I believe that Gabriel you don't procrastinate. Good. Rebecca, effective habit, always on time. I believe that um, um, Rebecca, you are always on time. Ima, you keep on laughing. <laughs> Theodora, effective people. Oh, okay, okay. Benedicta, diligent and consistent. I believe that Benedicta, you are diligent and consistent. Bazua, I believe that you are resilient. Ima, okay. Brother Sami, I believe that you are intentional about your growth, especially your, your relationship growth. Yeah, yeah, brother Sami. <laughs> yeah, Prince, consistent quest for knowledge and wisdom, time control. I believe that, yes, all these submissions, we are, it's something that we are doing it's not something that we are just saying for saying sake. we are the if we the ineffective people are late <laughs> <laughs> thank you for admitting that you are lazy and uh, i believe that you are working on it i like your submission you have admitted that you are lazy and uh, you are taking the pragmatic steps to make sure that you become effective i like your submission yes you are, you are very loyal to your submission god bless you you are honest god bless you pa. those of us who are being hypocritical let's repent good so you realize that there are a lot of habits we can identify as effective and ineffective sleeping too much Okay, so um, quickly, let me list them so that we will discuss them one after the other. So, uh, Ima, you can be doing the typing for me. So, these are some of the habits of effective people that we will be considering. An effective person always argue about necessary things. That is very good. And I believe that Bazoa, you are not such a one person. You are not such a kind of person. Good. So, quickly, let's look at some uh, habits of effective people that I have here. Habits of effective people that I have from my material here. Good. So, the first one is um, habit one. Be proactive. Be proactive. So good. So that's the one habit of effective people. We will discuss this one more extensively. I just want to list them. Two, begin with the end in mind. So number two, you begin with the end in mind. So effective people always begin with the end in mind. So you begin with the end in mind. You begin with the end in mind. So number three, effective people put first things first. Effective people put first things first. Effective people put first things first. Great. Effective people put first things first. Number four, effective people think win-win they, they they are always 
optimistic about life. They are always thinking win, win, win in life. So effective people think win, win. Number five. So the number four, effective people always think win, win. They, they have the, the winning mentality or the, the winning objective. Good, good. So number five, effective people seek to first to understand, then to be understood. They seek to understand first, then to be understood. The fifth one is effective people always seek to understand first grade, then to be understood. The sixth one is they synergize. They synergize. Effective people synergize. They synergize. Yeah. And the seventh one is they sharpen the saw. They sharpen the saw. So the sixth is they synergize. The seventh one is they sharpen the saw. They sharpen the saw. So we are going to take them. Oh, synergize. S-Y. Okay, let me type synergize. Great, great. Thank you, Prince. Great. So we are going to go through these ones one after the other so that um, we will know what to do with respect to each and everything. Let's take here. Great. So let's quickly look at the habits of the ineffective people before we start with the explanation. Now, as we are listing them, please start assessing yourself, assessing yourself before we start with the explanation. I don't want to break anyone's heart. So let's look at habits of ineffective people. So one, they are reactive. They are reactive. So they are reactive to, they begin with no end in mind. They begin with no end in mind. So one, ineffective people, these are some of their habits. One, they are reactive. They begin with no end. Number three, they put second things first. They put second things first. They, they, they put second things first. Great. Number four, they think win, lose, or lose, win. So number three is they put second things first. Number four is they, they rather think win, lose, or lose, win mentality. Number five, they seek to be understood. Number five, they seek to be understood. They seek to be understood. They seek to be understood. Number six, they seek exactly. They they think that they are always right. Exactly. So number, number, number six, they compromise. Number six is compromise. Number six is compromise. Number six is compromise. So then number seven is they wear out so they wear out the 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 so great. So um in summary, these are the habits we are going to look at respectively. So we will handle the habits of the ineffective people and we will also handle the habits of the effective people. So before we even start the explanations, you know where you are. These are attitude relations, so you know which place you you fall within create so some of them are self-explanatory you know where you are uh, you know your attitude yes especially those in relationship you always want your beloved to understand you first you don't accept any second to exact so let's start so let's start with proactiveness so let's let's look at proactiveness so the first one proactiveness we are looking at proactiveness so the first one the first habit of the effective people so proactiveness so you realize that your life doesn't just happen your life in its totality doesn't just happen whether you know it or not it is carefully designed by you or careless designed by you i hope it's very powerful <laughs> your life doesn't just happen whether you know it or not it is carefully designed by you or carelessly designed by you. either you have carefully designed your life or you have carelessly structured your life and basically it is after all your choice so you have the choice to either make your life better or make your life worse you you, you either carefully design it or you carelessly design your life now be proactive or being proactive is about taking responsibility for your life you you can't keep blaming every everything on 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 the people around you you, you can't just giving out blames without taking responsibility so you realize that proactive people reorganize their lives because they want to take responsibility 
responsibility of their lives. They know what is the next steps of their lives. So that when something is not well, they wouldn't put the blame on any other person, but they'll put the blame on themselves. So proactive people recognize that they are responsible, responsible. So response hyphen able. So they are able to be responsible to their lives. They are the sole people who are responsible to their lives. They don't blame circumstances. They don't blame conditions or conditionings for their behaviors. They know their choice and they know what they choose with respect to their behavior and with respect to what they want. But when you look at reactive people, on the other hand, they are often affected by circumstances, the physical environment. They, they mostly complain about anything great. So someone is always the cause of his or inability to do something. So that is the reactive person. They are always putting blame. So you can refer the reactive person to the four C's of emotional cancers that we spoke about. So they are always complaining. They are always competing. They are always compromising. So they, they always have issues with people. But one thing that I want us to know that until we know ourselves and are aware of ourselves as separate from others and from the environment until we can be separated even from ourselves so that we can observe our tendencies thoughts desires we have no foundation from which to know and respect other people let alone create change within ourselves so it all boils down to the fact that you have to be aware of yourself you have to know yourself until you know yourself and until you have been able to even separate you yourself your will from yourself your emotions from yourself so that you can be able to be thoughtful enough. You don't have the foundation and the right to change others or to let others be responsive to you. Hallelujah. Great. So you realize that being proactive is very, very important. Being proactive is very, very important. You have to master your emotions. And I'll be very happy if we can go through the four C's, the, the, the four C's of the emotional cancers I spoke earlier in the morning. Compromising, complaining, criticizing, and competing. Pro proactive people don't do these things. Proactive people don't I mean, don't compromise. Proactive people don't compete unnecessarily. In fact, they don't have time to bargain with their strength with people. Proactive people, I mean, no, 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 no. They don't have time for that. They, they don't have time for that. But then, reactive people, these are their specialities. They, they don't have time to take responsibility for their lives. And mostly, they feel victimized just because they are not able to take full responsibility and ownership of their lives. They, they do not see themselves as true owners of their lives. They are always complaining, putting blames on people and doing things that don't add value to their lives. So you have to, please, is it advisable for a reactive person to start a relationship while being reactive or he or she must deal? In fact, I will advise or, okay, I will suggest that you deal with it first before you start a relationship. To be on the safer place, I will suggest that deal with it before. Good. So deal with it to be proactive before. Other than that, you are going to have issues in your relationship because proactiveness and reactiveness is a state of the mind. And because these things proceed out of the mind, they reflect as actions. And the moment they reflect you you know and you you the, the thought comes in the sense that what you are doing is right no one can correct you the thing you are criticizing is right compromising is the best thing to do criticizing is the best thing to do. competing is the best thing to do and at the end of the day realize that you ruin your relationship you even end up comparing your relationship with others you compare your lady to another lady which is never the best thing to do you you compare how your girlfriend treats you with other girl um, other lady friends that you are having in fact you must repent so the best suggestion I can give to you is that deal with your reactive um, attitude so that you can channel the strength that you put in being reactive to 
to become a proactive person. So it is better to be proactive than to be reactive. Because proactive people are not easily affected by mood swings because they, they have strong mastery when it comes to emotions. But reactive people, no, 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 no. They, 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 don't, they don't have mastery over their emotions. So they are always fighting. Is being a reactive a temperament? Yes, it's a, it, it a temperament issue. <laughs> It's a, a temperament issue. So what you must do is to get to know how you can channel that case to become a positive aspect. So there's a way to formulate that aspect of temperament to become a positive stance. Yes. So you channel the strength you would have channeled to being reactive, to become a proactive person. So it and it's very simple. Assume you have an instance. Okay. If when you were a reactive person, this is how you should have reacted or this is how you should have attended to a condition. You find out how could it be done from the perspective of the proactive person. The moment you get to know how it could have been done, you emulate it and you do it that way. Gradually, you are making the reactive attitude or habit invisible. So we, we will, I, I'm sure um, another facilitator will take us through temperament. But some school of thought also think they can be helped with their reactive attitude when they meet a proactive person in a relationship. Out of that, please. Okay, so this part, it depends on your maturity. Bazoa, your question is about maturity and um, thing you are talking about. Good. So, um, and it's, it's a consensus between the two people in the relationship. Great. But, but nevertheless, yes, Yes, so be te being teachable, good. But don't, 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 uh, don't get yourself blind that uh, though you are reactive, you are not doing anything about it, and you are going to meet a proactive person, and you are going to superimpose over the person. If you go into the relationship with that set of mentality, it is never gonna work because, as Brother Sami said, you have to be teachable, teachable, teachable. When you when you spread it, you have teachable. So we, you you must be someone that we can be able to please. Any more questions? So with with the next um, sessions that we will meet, we will look at the other habits we look at the other habits willing to listen learn and leave thank you thank you please any submission any question our time is up yeah any submissions any clarification so far what will happen yes yes please you said like if you do the things the active people do you have no right to demand something from others please what what was the thing you said we have no right to demand oh, from others okay. so this is what i said um this is what i said um, so try and get it this time so this is what i said okay, let me check if i can get the same thing okay so i was saying that until we know ourselves mm -hmm. and our aware of ourselves as separate from others and from the environment you see until we can be separated even from ourselves so that we can observe our own tendencies, thoughts and desires we have no foundation from which to know and respect other people let alone create change within ourselves so all that okay um, um Caleb, please i'll attend to it all that i was saying that is that until you have you, you you have been able to discover yourself become aware of who you are until you have been able to observe your own tendencies, temperament, attitude, habits, thoughts, desires. In fact, you, you shouldn't count yourself or you, you have no foundation to demand positive response from others because you yourself, you, you, you don't even know yourself. Great. To demand positive response to demand positive response or positive behaviors, positive attitude from others. Because you yourself, you've not been able to even discover who you are. Great. So, um, okay, let me handle color. Pertaining to maturity, I would like to know some features, characteristics to know whether one is matured or not. Wow. <laughs> okay, but I would like to know, I think this one is relative color. When it comes to maturity, uh, it's relative. So far, I've not seen any standard test to check whether you are matured or not. But then maturity is featured based on the kind of attitude 
someone puts up the character of the person, the habits of the person, you see, the, the, the response the person when it comes to situations, how the person reacts, how the person perceives things, how the person sees conditions. So in measuring maturity, it entails a lot. Yes, and uh, I think um, it is respective to individual strength and weaknesses. Yes, I've not seen a standard test or standard characteristics to know whether one is matured or not. It's it just like uh, measuring someone's spiritual growth, knowing that when it comes to spiritual terms, it's between you, people, and your God. So um, until your God is able to validate your spiritual growth, no man is able to tell you that, Master, you are not growing spiritual because the person doesn't know the kind of relationship and the bond that exists in your heart between you and your maker. So when it comes to getting to know whether someone is matured or not, it's relative relative to the characteristics of the person, the character of the person, the, the, the attitude of the person, the behavior of the person, the responsive nature of the person, the communication skills of the person, whether the person is optimistic, whether the person is objective, how the person is able to subdue situations, how the person is able to handle change, how the person is able to adapt to change, how the person is able to rise from ineffectiveness. So all these things put together, you'll be able to tell whether this person is a matured person or this person is not a matured. Nonetheless, don't associate maturity to age. That old adage we came to meet, I don't think it still applies to our age. You don't associate maturity to age. Yes, you don't associate maturity to age. Yeah, so that's something that I can say about that. Yes, yes. And and I and I would like to add uh, add something that the personal branding facilitator said that even with this maturity, based on monitoring your WhatsApp status for about a month, I'll be able to know who you are. Yes. So it entails a lot. Yes, entails a lot. Great. Thank you. Please, any more questions? Any more submissions? Yeah. Hello. Great. So um, we we shall end here. Thank you all so much for your time for coming. Uh, I'm much grateful for your patience and everything. Great. So um. Margaret, please, can you pray with us? Benedicta, please, can you pray with us? Yes, please. Um, please, we are praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for a successful lecture. We pray, oh God, that you help us to be able to obey and abide whatever we have learned here. Guide us and help us throughout the rest of the day. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are in. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.